0: This is past ever.
1: What do you got on the Women's Soccer World Cup? That's happening right now, right?
0: I, you know what, I'm an equal opportunity dickhead when it comes to kickball. Um, So I could give a shit less about either team, but good luck to them. I'm not watching it, and it's not because it's women.
1: We're playing Portugal. Portugal, Tuesday, August 1st in the group stage.
0: This Apparently, that really got it. Apparently, that really did not go over well.
2: Yeah, because they uh apparently it wasn't in the comics at all and they just added it. And then also, there's like the the major age gap between the two characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that until I saw the the thing on the internet, to kind of spelling it out. And then I, I felt like the scumbag for not thinking it was weird the first time. I spent all day in my
1: head. The what the rock is first place texas rangers recording live from three count on three locations this is past the rock i'm patrick and as always i am joined by two formidable men i don't think i've used that one caesar aka lcs
2: you know uh i wish i had something witty for the formidable line but i'll be ready next week I'll be. Yeah, maybe.
1: For you. Maybe I should prep you guys on which one I'm going to use. And no, Jacob. no, you gotta,
0: you gotta keep us on our toes. Yeah, and I do and like Jacob.
1: to. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, please introduce me. I, I demand a proper introduction.
1: Yeah, I don't know who you are yet. And Jacob, A.K.A. Bethkey All
0: right. Uh, honestly, I do like to be um, just on my toes with it because i think that's where you get the best today i was just i was gonna force a joke and you kind of threw me for a loop of formidable so props um i was just gonna make it you know this is the past the x uh podcast now i want to do a rebrand
1: <laughs> xdx uh,
0: <but clears throat> xdx for mid- i think it would be a formidable podcast move if we rebranded past the x um x the xx triple x oh the no triple way x podcast. yeah let's look at triple x on the podcast feed what does it pop up
1: uh it's probably just porn stars talking about
0: is it just no jumper what is that is that the one? Oh my god yeah, yeah you're right well okay. the
1: problem is Today when i talked heard... in xxx podcast it just took me to like porn websites that have posted podcasts on them I don't know where you search. I mean,
0: to be fair, I I just went on Apple Podcasts and typed it in, and you're right. That's oh yeah. There you go.
1: Um, Here's one that I'm gonna cut this audio out. Girls will obey you once you fuck them. June fifteenth, two thousand
2: fourteen,
1: on podcast XXX.
0: All right, we're not cutting this, please. Wait, Um, uh, if you play this on your Spotify, would it uh, show up on your feed for everyone that would know? They would know you're listening. I don't know.
1: Probably though. Uh, December sixteenth, twenty twelve, episode fourteen. Can't you tell she's a whore? <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> what a name! I don't like what's that. Going be on the here. name of this podcast?
1: This podcast has a yeah. This podcast is a two point six star rating though, so I'm not what expecting to, a whore. too that, much that's quality. That's
2: the greatest. That, that that should be the name of this. Episode. I wonder why they
0: rating so low. What have they What have they done to piss someone off?
1: I don't know. Um,
0: what are our ratings? Do we even have any?
1: No, no one's rated us anywhere yet. Oh, um, that's it. probably on I me got, for not asking. I but, gotta
0: make some burners, actually. Hey, go rate this right now. Whatever you're doing, <laughs> don't even listen to the rest. Just rate it.
1: Yeah, if you, you got this far, it counts as a play, I think, anyways. So you're good. And then you could just <laughs> go rate it. Give us. us five stars.
0: Yeah, uh, dude, you're already done.
1: There's some star ratings, but the only one written just says, Awesome Podcast, and it's five stars. So...
0: Hell yeah. Not so maybe it's maybe it's That's on the
1: podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So maybe the algorithm is repressing their you know, quality. Maybe this is a good podcast and they're just being you know, the machine is keeping them down.
1: Well, it's got five ratings and it stretches all the way from one to five. So yeah, I don't know. I'm never gonna check it out. We're never gonna know anything about it. We're gonna forget about it starting now. Um, so yeah, we're back. Welcome back, guys. a uh, Slight back. schedule thing last week. We missed a week. Uh, forgive us. Forgive me, really. It was my fault. So, uh, alright.
0: You're forgiven. The, the people forgive you. Uh, the sports world forgives you. But <laughs> the only way to cement your forgiveness is if you talk about your homework assignment from two weeks ago. <sighs>
1: undercover brother yes sir yeah we can we can do that here
0: you did not waste any time on that (laughs) no that was the perfect opportunity
1: yeah it really that really worked out um yeah so are you gonna like quiz me what are we doing here
2: all right first of all i want you to give us your honest review of it and then i'm gonna just throw some things at you and see how you how you react or what you think of certain scenes or if you even remember certain scenes
1: Oh uh, well, generally speaking, I liked it. I was surprised. I had very, li- very, very low expectations going in, um, based on my first thought of a trailer from when I was like what eleven years old or something, ten years old. Um, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it's ridiculous, but I liked it.
2: It's perfect. Um, how how way. well? Oh, absolutely. How how well do you relate to Chris Catan's character?
1: Not at all. <clears throat> Not at all. Are you sure? Yeah. Do you ever? Do you ever whenever think, you're alone, just I don't think listen. I have ticks like that. I think I just openly dance, anyways, in my own life, and don't worry about trying to hide it.
2: All right. That that, that was going to be my question. Are you hiding whenever you're listening to who wasn't Mary J. Blanche? That- yeah, it know. was family affairs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: Let's get it crumped. <laughs> 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 that scene is so out of pocket, too, to be honest. <laughs> in retrospective ages, in a very funny way. I'm actually, I just put my, uh, I put on YouTube to like go, to put the trailer on, uh, muted, but I just, I'm cracking up at some of these scenes to remember it all. Like, I definitely have always, like, when I tap anything, I, I didn't really think about it until just now. The, whenever he does the little cuts the window open and then taps on it and like does a little beat, but then he breaks the window and just is holding the little circles part mm-hmm. that he cut out. I've definitely just been doing that my whole life and never thought about where I got it from. <laughs> I, 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 this movie got burned out on my, my DVD player. promise you that. Yeah,
1: I don't know why it was such a blind spot for me. It seems like it's pretty much right up my alley. Um, I thought the Denise Richards casting was perfect.
2: Yeah, Uh, it's the white sheet devil. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, Just yeah, everything was great. I was surprised by Dave Chappelle. I had no idea he was in the movie.
2: Yeah,
0: that's Um, always that's really the best way to go. Dave Chappelle and Neil Patrick Harris. No, those two, whenever they were,
2: whenever they shared screen time together, was always a great, great just comedic chemistry that they had.
0: Okay, but how much did you love the whitewashing part where they had to like teach him how to be a white person? Was that not some of the funniest shit, though? The, uh, where they are testing him?
1: All I can remember <laughs> right now is him not wanting to touch mayonnaise. I can't remember what the other...
0: They had to install, they had to a, install a, a, a hot sauce dispenser in uh-huh. his watch. <laughs> oh, my God. You cannot make this movie again. Um, um, What's it called? No, what cracked me up is when they're testing him on if he's ready to... to pretend to be a white man essentially they uh they ask him what was left on the side of the bed in an episode of something of friends the, uh of ross and rachel it was something about ross it's like a question about ross and rachel and this really specific uh thing about yeah, leaving yeah. Shampoo conditioner on the side of the bed uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah the friends bit is always that's yeah that's very white it's great mm-hmm. um Sorry. The affirmative action joke with Neil Patrick Harris was pretty funny. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Chappelle's Conspiracy
1: of... Brother is awesome. Uh, go ahead.
2: No, yeah. Speaking of Neil Patrick Harris' character, how'd you what did you think of the quality of his fight scene?
0: It's just on and the menu, man... too. I'm not sissy. <laughs> oh, this movie shouldn't make me laugh that much. It's... Let's
2: it's
0: just silly. say they had fun with it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't That's, remember. I love his when fight uh, scene. when Yeah, oh, it, you, know, you don't remember his fight scene? Cuz I can yeah. remind you. No,
0: yeah. It's it's one we should have already <laughs> lifted for our regular segment. Actually, Caesar just box it up and put it in the segment is really which is not to tell you what to do, but I'm Yeah, not, no. it's there. It's there if you want it. It is. It is. I'm I'm not sure.
2: I'm not sure how to how to proceed with this. I'm, I wasn't expecting to have this much control. Uh, I will
0: derail them. to give you time. Have you ever seen Hot Shots, Patrick? I feel like maybe you. No. Have, there's a chance. You see, you've never seen should Hot Shots. I
1: have. But I haven't watched it.
0: Those two movies are absolutely hilarious too. But I, I think that it's maybe. I think you would understand the comedy as much. I feel like more or less like that version of of stupid, stupid ass humor really has kind of died out. But like. That is a really fucking hilarious parody movie. It's basically, you know, scary movie before scary movie.
1: Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I
0: remember. And that. it's it's spoofing uh, Top Gun in the first one and then Rambo in the second one. But it's a general spoof all movies. But, like, in general, they're spoofing Top Gun and then Rambo. And it's it's pretty damn funny. Um, I'm I just sure some of it a has an H-12.
1: Well, someone's heart out, so I'm assuming that's what you're talking about.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah sharing that shit right now.
0: Do you think you could get into do you think you could pass the entrance into the um I forget what they call the the secret the, brother base. Was it just a brother? The or?
1: handshake thing. That was the only thing I remembered from the trailer. Blackness to <laughs> Yeah, you got soul. Uh, I like that she's even like rolling her eyes while he's doing it, but like it works. So it's like,
0: <laughs> no, and it's so long too. They definitely, yeah. I love that comedy where they play the bit out just a little too long, not too, too long, but just a little too long.
1: Yeah. They didn't oh, pull man. full Seth MacFarlane on it.
0: Yes. Don't I'm... never go full family guy. Oh man. I just rewatched it. Don't get wrong. It does make
1: me laugh sometimes.
0: Yeah, I get it at first, but there, yeah. Once people figured that out, it essentially, I think the internet maybe ruined that as much as anything. Because it was just like, oh, I can't look away now.
2: Shouldn't have called me a sissy. Yeah, not bad, Whitey, But if it was me, I'd re- leave out the spine, ripping out his ass.
0: Hi, I Like the man who wants to keep us.
2: <laughs> beautiful. Also, the choice of music for this scene was beautiful. Play that funky music, White Boy.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: No, this is this is his. Yeah, this is definitely Neil Patrick Harris's greatest uh, greatest scene. At least prior to the Herald and Kumar.
1: Uh, That's fair. I mean, yeah, it's your Helden Kumar like,
2: movies. Hauser.
0: Like you have to remember the Harold Kumar movies, at least a 3D one. I don't know if I could rewatch that one again, but if I did, the only parts mm-hmm. I would really enjoy is Neil Patrick that Harris.
1: Third one,
0: that was the best movie in 3D I've ever seen. I, the smoke actually filled up the theater. It was it was impressive. Mm. I was like, you guys did good. This is the first time I'm like, okay, this is really good use of 3D. Yeah, there's the line that was just felt really out of pocket, but really
2: hilarious at the same time uh, was I think it was in, I think it was in that third one where um, Neil Patrick Harris, his question, like his sexuality's question was like, aren't you gay? And he's like, yeah, gay for that pussy. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't this man just went. All right, this is yep. this is the tone we're going for.
0: I remember there's a claymation penis in the movie. There that is. It jumps at you. Yeah. I, the, I do like the, the 3D movies. Uh, it's not
2: as bad as, like, the puppet penises from, like, uh, Team America World Police. I don't oh. remember that
0: one. Oh, I've seen that movie way too much, um, also also not a movie i can really justify but i think as you realize that it's you know making fun of being a stupid american in a way like that's those lens you look through it at. you can get away with all the just <laughs> it's
1: old fellow actors guild
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that is so like honestly, if you if you were to rank you that's the thing is someone needs to make a podcast of ranking the most pop, problematic aspects of that movie. Because you could do about two hours on it. Like don't forget about um the subtle stuff. Yes, like the fact that they don't like like
1: AIDS <laughs> it was such a simple eight, eight, it was eight. such a
0: simple but hilariously stupid thing to do. And then like eight, they eight, walk into AIDS. Uh, they'll walk into the fucking bar and it's a, they do the Star Wars spoof. That, that's not inappropriate. That one just, I appreciate a lot. Of it.
1: Um, I love
0: that movie. So yeah, Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. <laughs> oh, Durka Durka.
1: So fucking stupid, man.
0: I'm not allowed. I got my mom to take me to that movie when I was a kid. Oh, you too, man? Yeah, she thought it was rated PG-13 because they fucked it up. They fucked it up in our local theater. Uh, whenever, you know, they used to have to change it on their own, and there'd be, like, a section, you know, they had, like, the different sections of change, and they had one of them, you know, you had to match it back in the day. And they didn't match it up right, so it read PG-13, and my mom was like, okay, shit, I'll take, or they printed it in the newspaper wrong, and she didn't notice it. I don't remember how we got it, how I got it away. I knew the whole time. Um, what I did not realize is I was going to have to watch two puppets have sex in front of my mom. I mean, Same, so. That was one of the most awkward
1: two puppets ram each other for like yeah
0: three minutes. you gotta remember and, and he sees as younger than I am so I mean this was that movie came out in 04 bro how, yeah. what am I like 12 13
1: yeah me too. I mean yeah just yeah it's just you're just like he wasn't like it wasn't
0: uh, as graphic as it could have been I guess the best part is how she definitely like started to realize that it wasn't a PG-13 movie after like that first you know whole intro with AIDS she was just like <laughs> This that was a little this the video I think he makes the original joke about sucking his dick in the car at the start and then obviously has so to suck that, the that, dick eventually. Yeah, Why don't we delay this talking about movies that most people would say are an abomination, but I would say are American gems. I think With Team America's, America's got a little bit of a greatest. higher
1: higher respect than the some of the other ones we might have mentioned, but
0: well, I think they all belong together. Honestly, I think all of those movies. If you're, if you can enjoy one of those movies, there's really no way you can't enjoy all of those movies. They are very, well, I mean, they're the very much in the genre.
1: Are more also the the comedies better? I mean, you know, yeah.
0: But I wouldn't recommend the shitty ones. Trust me, I didn't recommend yeah. the scary movie like four or five. Yeah.
1: I Don't go watch date movies. Yeah.
0: Epic <laughs> the movie, no. disaster movie, all of those. Run away quickly. Forget they ever happened. Now I'll, I'll, I'm gonna ask you one last thing
2: about the movie, Patrick. Okay. Was it not one of the best curated soundtracks you've ever seen?
1: It's pretty good, yeah.
2: They definitely the down.
1: they definitely put some money into it. I appreciate that as a music guy myself. Yes. You know,
2: They have a a fight to the death with Michael Jackson's, uh, which one was it? Beat It playing in the background?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was Beat It. Um, You know what I wonder? I don't know that we can't answer this question probably, but I wonder if it was easier to license prior to streaming. Probably. i feel like uh
1: I, I, well i mean it was just different other than like
0: zeppelin like other than the groups that were just like no bro we're not selling to anybody except for like super exclusives like you know what i mean like general people like the normal business industry the There's 99% also percent of people
1: good chance that whatever studio is <clears throat> making the movie also has a pretty good collection of
0: yeah songs. exactly Yeah, that's true. They could have had that tie-in. I think it was a new line cinema movie.
1: Universal distributed. Oh, was it Universal? Okay.
0: Hmm. I was. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I I learned a lot of stuff about uh, Friday and Ice Cube and shit today too. But we're not gonna add that to the part we talk about Ice Cube in. But interesting how a lot of that shit gets done and how simple things could have changed. It's crazy. History is a crazy place. But um, yeah, I feel like uh, everyone should go watch Undercover Brother. We've probably given him too much time. Some would argue, not me, but some. <sighs> yeah, I'm not. Now I
1: now I owe you guys another punishment. So you got to come up with something else.
2: Um, Is it really a punishment if it's such a great movie to watch?
1: Uh, it could be. You just never know until I watch it.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. I don't want to set you up for failure, you know. I mean? Like, do you want like you we'll good, like it. good, bad? Yeah, Friday Thirteenth Part Six. I always tell people they got this, That's a, that's a gem, but that's a great bad movie. Hey, See, is, is it the three, one where that
2: guy gets his yeah, head knocked six. off
0: for for uh, boxing uh, Jason Voorhees? uh no i think they did that one uh later though this is the first of the jason series that they finally were like fuck it we're gonna make this campy and we're gonna make it half action movie and it's just gonna like fucking it. it's gonna age so well no one's gonna realize it trust me go watch jason lives art six don't even watch the rest of them you don't need the canon in fact they over explained the whole history in the movie
1: i'm gonna it's... I'm gonna watch all of them just, just because I can. I do um, love the
0: franchise, but it's but you have to love bad movies. I've never, to gone, love the Friday I've never gone through franchise.
1: the franchise. I don't think I actually it's, don't know if I've ever seen any of those movies either.
0: I wouldn't call them the best movies of all time. I would call them very entertaining movies. Very entertaining.
1: Um, I recently went through the Scream series, and that was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, those are good I actually would ride for those. I haven't seen the newest like two. I No, think, at this point. I would.
1: I would say the newest. The newest, not the newest absolute newest one. The one before that, I I enjoyed more than some of the first ones. But yeah, I mean whatever. It's they're all what they are. I we don't need to do this. Is not our not our movie podcast, and we got it's we true. got a lot to get. And we to. decided it
0: though, so there you go. Friday the Thirteenth Part Six.
1: Yeah, I gotta watch Friday the 13th all the way up through part six, so we'll see how I oh, feel. Well, it takes don't quit
0: there. Jason X is also amazing, if you remember that one. That one came over when we were kids, so you might now.
1: We'll see how I feel after getting through six of them.
0: Jason X is bad, though. It's like bad CGI. Like, that movie is fucking awful, but, like, kind of in is an it amazing spawn way. Is
1: Bond bad?
0: It's spawn adjacent, bad. Yeah, I would okay. say spawn is more spectacular, though. This one's kind of boring. I would say that's only bitch adjacent X. It's kind of boring, but like it is. Yeah, really I guess it's absurd. not really
1: dealing with the same type of supernatural offense. No, so no,
0: and they in the once you see how they set up the movie and how much of a budget they had to work with, you're going to understand quickly that this movie is is insane. It was just trying to cash in. I think either before or after the uh, Freddy vs. Jason movie. I think it was before. I'm looking at Even, the timeline right now. Yeah, I think they tried to may- set them up and then they couldn't set it up because New Line wouldn't do something or I don't know. I got into that history. I only really care about the Friday 13th movies because they're like like I said, they're like entertaining movies. Like I wouldn't necessarily call any of them horror movies I would call it. And don't don't watch the remake one though. That one's kind of stupid. The 08 remake I think or 09 or something. Yeah, the 2009 remake. Now, it's just it's just very like if you've seen one horror movie that came out between two thousand and five and two thousand eleven, then you've seen them all. Like there's just yeah. a very generic horror movie era.
1: I don't know to fight you on that point, so I'm gonna let you have it.
0: Thank you, appreciate that. I feel like Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we
1: I can't find a real? smooth tra- I cannot find a smooth transition out of this. So um
2: <laughs> there is none. this is so a complete derailment of, great of, great of you.
1: Tip your weight staff and uh now we're gonna talk some sports. Um looking at my rundown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three tool thing. player,
0: you know, that's what My three tool <laughs> player just like oh wait, we were gonna do another team before baseball, my bad.
1: Yeah, we we'll just briefly touched the stars. The stars extended GM Jim Nil for two more years. Uh, just good, good sign. All things cooking, cooking good here for Dallas hockey. Uh, fun season should be coming up, and uh, not a whole lot to report, which I think is a good sign in the off season. Um, as we'll probably touch on at some point once we get to football. This is also in that time of the hockey season where pretty much no news is good news for me. So, cool. We'll keep pushing on that. Um, Does that mean injury wise? Yeah, you know what I mean? Just like if you're not hearing anything, then because most of the (laughs) things you're going to hear about in the offseason are probably bad things.
0: Well, yeah, I guess that's a good question to ask. Do these guys, I don't know if you know, but do these guys, like, do they go party? Do they have to play some more? Like, I don't know. They're paid handsomely, right? They're not playing year round, right?
1: Oh, no. They're not going to, yeah, they're not running like a WNBA and then going over to Russia type thing. They're, Even for the love of the game
0: kind of shit is also what I mean. Like, Because I could see hockey um, players also just being like, oh, I also go play in my native no, country. No, because their,
1: their contracts don't let them.
0: Okay, uh, I think
1: the only time you ever really saw some of that was during the strike and lockout stuff. And then you'll see that in players' uh, like stat history. There's like a couple months of them playing in some other league at their house, basically. Um, but no, they're... they're they're in Mexico, they're in Canada, they're back home. They're just hanging out. Yeah. They definitely party. I mean, they're hockey players, so.
0: Oh, yeah. They're they're drinking cold ones. Come I've only you. ever heard wholesome stories about hockey players in my life, both professionally and collegially.
2: <laughs> I think the
0: UNC got theirs kicked off while we were at school, a bit. Caesar remembers that or not. The
2: hockey club, right?
0: Yeah, cuz it wasn't a team, it was a club for sure. And I'm pretty sure they got picked off like my second year at UNT. I would have yeah, that, that
2: would have been club. my first year at UNT, I think.
1: The whole club thing seems so arbitrary and, and loosely Patrick, it's
2: it's
0: so, so ran. It, It's so and it's so intentional in some cases, and I truly believe with uh, UNT hockey at the time it was and because I feel like sometimes in those cases you you like take on sort of bad actors and stuff from the future from the from the past instead of like more or less like you know maybe if there is a unt thing now it might be more based off of actually trying to compete in whatever world they can compete in or develop talent or whatever it's useful right like a normal school would but like when they didn't want to put resources into it um it it basically becomes like a club that's kind of gets lawless and reckless and just you know the who can all be in it? And, I, and like so I said, not to go into stuff I don't remember, but I think that they had a really nasty allegation come out too with their shit. And I remember I go went to a party there once. They had like a house and they, yeah, that was probably one of the only non-hipster parties in Denton I went to that was like a fucking, like, this is a real fucking party. Like, there's motherfucking shit getting broken tonight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's hockey. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what that means. Fucking 6.
2: As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. (laughs)
1: Uh, And then we'll get to uh, something a little more pressing and relevant. Uh, The post-All-Star break, Texas Rangers uh, came firing out the gates really hot. Two sweeps in a row, 6-0. A little bit of a stumble against the Dodgers and the Astros. I uh, went two and four through that stretch, so you know, eight and four over twelve games isn't bad. You just might prefer to space out some of those losses, but uh, obviously, it, yesterday it get
2: the open help. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot, to, a lot to a lot that could be different with it. Um, yesterday hey guys, there was obviously this is a baby
0: season. Remember that, and at the end of the day, we handle business. So. This is, this is a positive. We're still positive.
1: I mean, yeah, coming into this recording, uh Rangers and Ashford both have the day off. The Rangers are still two games up. If you had told any of us going into the season that on July 27th, the Rangers would be two games up, we wouldn't ask questions. We would just... yes, yes. Do I now. might have, we'll have asked a question.
0: That. I might have asked one or two questions. Nope, like, you just this, signed, Rangers, this Texas Rangers?
1: You sign for it. And you don't worry about the consequences. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm always going to be the hardest critic uh, of a team I root for, I feel like. In, so
1: In Half-Baked, when Dave Chappelle's like, I just signed for it, and I could take it. <laughs> and he just uh, orgasms while signing his name, yeah. That's, that was that that's the first do. time
0: I went to Massachusetts. If you catch my drift. If you, if you understand that exact reference, but no one else, we can't explain it.
2: <sighs>
0: you know, only if you get that reference. Um, I'm,
2: I'm gonna be a little
0: lost then, but I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna roll with it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Caesar. That's because you're not a weed smoker. It, it, he gets a pound of weed in the weed in the movie. Massachusetts is a legal state, so I bought weed from them, and oh, I was nice. said, you know, I signed for weed, and I just add weed, you know. So, so oh, that's, that's all. Yeah. Gotcha. Just well, okay, we can joke. cut that out. It was, so that way it seems it like I
1: understood. You know. All right. <laughs> Great joke! Everyone up. laughed. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God
1: damn it! <laughs> uh, that, oh, we'll come back in on that really natural laugh I just did there. Um, but yeah. So, <laughs> so funny. Uh, trade deadline looming. Um, pretty much will happen the day, the day after, right around the time this is being heard by most people who listen to us. Um, so there's nothing's really happened yet. And yeah. whatever is going to happen will likely be happening after this. So not too much to talk about trade-wise. I know we can touch on some of that here in a second. Uh, but I did want to get into just, uh, you know, the Rangers in those games, they lost to the Dodgers, and uh, they they kind of got their shit pushed in. And the games they lost to the Astros were also a bit concerning. Um, it's nice that they had good runs. statements statement win to come back and win at the end there, but not to, not as exciting as if they had taken two or three, obviously, from Houston.
2: It's still, yeah. it's still a team that's coming together. It's it's gelling.
0: But a Grand Slam on the way out the door, um, you know, we live in such a 24-hour news cycle. The last thing I remember is the Astros got their ass beat, so I can live in my own version of history. There you go. Yeah,
1: I'm on yeah, board with um, Just a... Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, there was some dramatics yesterday with what's his name, Maldonado, the catcher for Houston, and Marcus Simeon talking some trash back and forth. Really, really, really weak trash talk where Maldonado is like, It's going to be like when you were at Oakland, we're going to win. Marcus Simeon's like, Uh-oh, we're going to win. And then. Mark Simeon said, see, I told you we we're gonna win. And then they both got tossed. <laughs> um
2: That's a that was a very wholesome and funny way of that and ending.
1: Be- because of that, guys sprinted all the way out from the bullpen to home plate, stand around and look at each other. I don't really you understand. You start
0: finding them like the NBA for just standing up and looking. You're like, oh you moved, you the fight happened, you moved, just spit it.
1: Well, you know, it's oh, the thing where no one wants to be the guy who didn't run out there to stand up for the team.
2: Somebody should have just thrown a punch. Anybody, please.
1: Yeah, I heard someone. I can't. Remember, I think it was uh,
0: somebody Donald with on the radio money. this
1: morning was was saying that like unless unless a punch is thrown, no one should be allowed out of the dugout or out of the bullpen onto the field. Like. Must- if it's There's just some, words, they should just be allowed to have words with each other without everyone freaking out.
2: <laughs> true, but you know what we needed? We needed a real hero. We needed a Riley Freeman from the Boondocks throwing a chair to inside uh, a... Like the a, uh, right.
1: BET Awards or whatever.
2: <laughs> yep. It's like just, somebody just throws a chair and someone yells out, hey, and then they just start punching each other. That's what we needed in that game.
1: The Rangers had a guy who threw a chair into the stands once.
0: I've got, um, I've got
1: it. That did go well. Who? who did that? Uh, I always get it mixed up between Frankie Francisco and Frank Cordero. Um, um,
0: that sounds like the '90s or sometime I would not have remembered. It is some
1: early 2000s <coughs> uh, Rangers um, stuff in Oakland.
0: The Doldrums. The sweater vest. Years. Back when the MLB was rocking the sweater vest look.
1: Um, uh yeah frank francisco through a chair
0: okay so my my thing is i'm I, i see you know maybe slam ball works maybe it doesn't here's what we do we come out with slammer ball we take prisoners they play baseball and whenever they get into arguments they're allowed to pause the game for fights we're going to use uh, all this stuff, the pitch clock, we're gonna need, and we're not going to have an umpire. Obviously, we don't need them because we're going to allow fights. So <laughs> we're just going to uh, have the robots call balls and strikes. If it gets mad at the robots, we'll make sure they'll protect them, put them under some cage or something. We'll be fine there. And then those, you know, obviously the whole thing will have to be encaged. We'll have to check for, you know, various blunt objects. There, there's this whole protocol, But slammer ball, just saying.
2: You know what? I'm here for it because it also sounds like if you make if you make a
0: mockumentary of it,
2: it, it could be like the next longest yard.
0: Just saying. Yeah, it probably have. It's probably like a one time event. Yeah, it's essentially the fire fest of sporting events.
2: I'm here for it. Although we're gonna have to wait until all these, uh, all all these uh, Hollywood strikes are over. No, I'm I'm
0: here to be a scab.
2: I want people at the premiere. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Taylor Swift.
0: I'm I'm like Taylor Swift. I'm scabbing right now. Don't worry about it. Sorry. Was, uh, I can't I saw
2: I, I, that. I, I I can't I can't cross that picket line, but I'll be with you in spirit.
0: Oh, that's a beautiful picture actually. Look yeah, at this lady's the face. It. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, that's- I just posted a picture of Frank Francisco throwing the chair into the crowd from the bullpen at the Coliseum.
0: Oh, this guy's hat. I wish that chair hit him.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's from oh. jumping back from being afraid of the chair.
0: Is that, uh, is that a Manning brother and then Jason Witten up there? Who, is that Bill Tower? This has this been photoshopped? What does that
2: look? Why does the guy on the top... the, the... Top right corner look, kind of looked like a dollar store version of Beto
0: O'Rourke. I was Dang. thinking Eli Manning. Eli. Hello, Eli. It, Maybe Cooper. I, oh, I, I, Cooper
2: I see what you're saying, Bill Cowher. The guy next to the, the A's player. Okay, yeah, and
0: then if you look above him, it's like kind of like Jason Witten's cousin. Anyway, hey, like, we're, we're all over the place here.
2: It's like a cross between yeah. Jason Witten and uh, Woody Harrelson. <laughs>
0: well i hit a lady in
1: the nose and i don't remember how it ended up in court i'm sure he had to pay her some money
0: well that's not nice we don't he should have hit this guy with the fucking hat like what are you doing (laughs) guy i know you didn't get anything i know you did not walk around i know i know he he walked around like joey trivion we know he did we know that this guy went up to women in bars think about the time this would have been i can already tell by this dude that's wearing the uh I can, I can tell the era here by the way these white people are dressed. I know my people well. Um, <laughs> and this man right here was watching frames religiously and going up to women. Uh, how you doing? Uh, I
1: mean, I think it had just ended like a couple months before. So, yeah. Damn. Amazing. History. <laughs> That's Rangers history. Not a lot of wins, but people punching and <clears throat> people throwing chairs. You know
2: I can um, take it. I'll I'll take it. Could be
1: worse. Yeah. So we're we're set up for a nice uh, nice couple days. We'll see what happens at the trade deadline. Obviously, the big news is that the Angels said they're not going to trade Otani, and then they went out and got themselves another another pitcher, and they're they're gonna they're gonna give it a good shot. And they're gonna let
2: him walk for nothing, and it's gonna be beautiful.
0: Um, yeah. You know they had to do this, and I, we've been making jokes, and I obviously. They, I think that they had to because their franchise is really in like hilarious levels of misery right now. Like, I feel like if you, I feel like they think they can save it with one run. And I'm comparing it to the Clippers in LA a little bit because I know that well enough. It's just that bad habit, but it is sort of like you know, they're just going to keep pushing this thing along, being like, well, but if we just get all of this to work, maybe we have these two guys and then. And it's just they need to come to reality, but they're not. I mean, yeah, it just seems like it this. To watch it.
1: Obviously, last year would have been better for them to trade Otani because teams would have had him for a year and that haul would have been ridiculous. But even as a rental, you would have had a chance to set your farm system up very well for the next few years because uh, they don't have much going on in their farm system either. So they're kind of just in a terrible spot. Uh, they they needed to do something and they're, they're opting to maybe try to backdoor into a playoff spot.
0: And right, so maybe Otani
1: to, can win you a series, but
0: to, to honestly, and I mean, that's what they want, right? I mean, and that's that's still either you could make an argument for that play. Is there a chance that they could pull a Dame Lillard um, situation where essentially I can't remember when it was, but you know, what if Otani resigns in this offseason um, with them and then essentially? It's with the understanding that if they don't have another successful group by this time next year, that it's, that then then they can go get the haul of package. Has that been rumored at all?
1: Uh, I hadn't heard anything like that. I can't imagine that's something they'd put on the table. I think if he was signing a long-term deal, he would want it to be somewhere where he's secure and being there for, you know.
0: Well, I mean, at this point, you just secure the bag. You're the most wanted person in like sports history at this point. You can make an argument. You know, you might as well... You might as well just uh, and get also the bag and then force your mean no do the NBA thing.
1: There's no it's way like the Angels it. are going to be able to offer him what someone else can. The Angels That's will not fair have point. Yeah, Angels, So yeah, he'd be tra- He'd be taking a lesser value to get traded out of there.
0: So you don't think that there's any way they can make it work? I mean, why would this? Would they not nah. trade him if they don't? If they don't think they can resign him at all?
1: Because Artie Marino. Like he, is a
0: like okay, stubborn so
1: man. All
0: right. Well. I mean, more power to them. I get to keep all my prospects and I get to um, play the free agency roulette game. So that's kind of a double win for us, even if we crap out.
1: I mean, yeah, it'd be great if we'd gotten them, obviously. Um, but now we're looking at, we got a three game set in San Diego and they got at least two, they got a starter and a closer that they're kind of got on the market. and They've also got this other starter I like named you Darvish. So I'm just hoping the Rangers sneak out of there with something.
0: Oh, is you on the table for real? Probably not. Mm. What if that would be they like just, the first chip? They like just to, to, to let's let's reunite with you. Make it make it right. Let's make it right for everybody for history. And then Shota Otani is just like.
1: I mean, you know, Otani Shopei, definitely would right? like to. Yeah, Otani would definitely like to play with him. I'm pretty sure he said that before because you would have been, you know, the guy he watched growing up. And
2: I'm just saying.
0: Uh, I, I think that this is how I would run it if it was... Is it 2K? Who, who has the MLB rights?
1: Uh, MLB The Show is... Oh, The Show. Right. By... I don't actually know who runs The Show now. It's probably, probably just Take-Two.
0: They just call it The Show. Um, but, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, like I said, I'm not that upset with it in the end. at the end because... I'd rather put this off and now I will actually give a shit about baseball in the winter. Not like even last winter where I was like, all right, I'm going to like pay attention, but like, I'm not like watching anything or listening to anything this year. I'm going to get lost in some hype going into the winter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot could happen at least. I mean, this, I mean, this, I mean, my argument for getting, for pulling the trigger, if, if it was made possible to get Otani was, we don't know that we're going to be back in this spot again ever. Um, we're in first place and all that, uh, but yeah, we we look like we're set up to have some fun for a while, and that's a cool feeling that we haven't had in a bit. So I'm I'm trying to my best not take that for granted while wanting the team to go get some some new pitchers over the next four days.
0: Well, that's mandatory. Yeah, I think you're fair. You're very fair for that because this is this this run shit is excessive. This is this is the, the way that they lost the uh, whatever you said four out of six was that what you said?
1: Uh, yeah, with the uh, <laughs> LA and Houston.
0: Yeah, that wasn't pretty. There was some. I mean, there weren't like bad bad games necessarily. Uh, there, there was were a the, couple. the Dodger one. Yeah, there was the Dodger one that was an ass beating, wasn't it? it? Was but hey, we got it. A little bit was made up last night. I feel like I would have been more angsty about it, but I kind of like that this team still does do enough. Mostly in all these games, like I don't feel like they roll over and die too often, um, and I know no, that's a little been, bit a win, but that's a win I'll count nonetheless.
1: Especially of late, they've been showing more late inning resilience, and that's good. Yeah, they're dude, doing things swung. winning teams do. They just need to get a little bit better, and then you know, see see what October looks like. It's just it's kind of just like. You just want them to keep doing what they're doing. You don't want to change a whole lot. Not not a lot to not a lot to do except for just tweak.
0: Spend all your fucking extra money and go fucking nuts on a player. Yeah, you're right. But honestly, I, they still do need to improve the team because I, I want to have fun this postseason. Like I don't expect shit, but I would still like to be like feel like I have a shot. And I don't really know if I feel like I have a shot with a with this pitching staff. <laughs> like I feel like even in a f first round series, I'm like, uh, eh, this could get bad quick.
1: Yeah, I think it would all hinge <laughs> on which which Martin per- Perez shows up. Um <laughs>
0: That's what I mean. It's just but honestly, kinda... right
1: now he's kinda looking like our five, which I wasn't expecting coming into the season. I didn't think he'd still be an ace at, like he was the last year or the year before or last year. Last year he had a really good year, yeah. Uh I wasn't expecting him to replicate, but I thought he'd at least Closer to that than he is.
2: Yeah, it's it's been a rough watching Martín Brez trying to get out. Oh, because I know he's a he's a ground ball pitcher, but man, he is he is getting hit a lot. He's getting hit hard too, so it's I don't know, it's rough. Just watching Ovaldi put the whole team on his back.
1: Yeah, and I think that guy's only gonna end up pitching like once in the entire month of July outside of the All Star Game. Because they skipped him, he was he was supposed to pitch technically in the Houston series, but they gave him an extra rest day, which means he's not going to come back around until like the twenty. Well,
2: think Dunning's ninth. not doing too bad, right?
1: No, Dunning's having a great year. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: eight and three with a three three one ERA. I mean, you can't really ask for more from a guy who is supposed to be your fourth fourth in the rotation.
1: Well, I don't even think he was necessarily supposed to be in the rotation. He was like long reliever, bullpen guy, but when DeGrom got hurt, Dunning came in.
2: How many starts does he have? He has twenty two starts. So has it been? Yeah, like, I mean yeah, he's been 22? he's
1: been full time since DeGrom has been out most of the year, so it's worked out and it's it looks good. It's good for Dunning, obviously. It is, not only is he pitching well, but he's pitching well in a situation where he's kind of He's not being asked to be the ace, but he's filling in after the ace went down.
2: Yeah, and wow, he is he is really stepping up a lot actually because his uh last couple forays into the rotation have been terrible. At least record-wise.
1: Yeah, and the pitching record is always weird. I don't you can't put much stock into that stat. Uh like Martin Perez, I think right now is 8 and 3. Uh, but you would not think that he's one of the better pitchers in the starting, in the Rangers rotation right now. Based but on watching a lot of him. run support. <laughs> yes, he gets a lot of run support. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, 8-3 and
1: three with a four nine one ERA. Yep, under 5 is okay. You'd like to see that under 4 if you're going to be in a major league rotation, probably. Uh, but what are you going to do? Uh he does a good job. His it, to average. his credit, he seems to give up runs early and then does a good job of just eating up innings after that. Um instead of forcing the bullpen to come in and pitch like six or seven innings. So that's nice. It's just not as not as uh productive as you would have liked from him originally uh coming into the year.
2: True. Although it's not too far off from his career average, so he's
1: he all of a sudden looked really good, and you knew that wasn't gonna be forever. Uh, you just kind of hoped some of it might last a little bit longer.
2: Yeah, I mean, this, let's just be real. He is, as far as his career goes, just an average pitcher. Like record-wise, yeah, he's, he's average. Like average, like yeah, his uh, record-wise, he's average. Eighty-three and eighty, ERA's a four-four-seven. Like, you know, he's he's there, but he had one great year last year, so. Hopefully you can uh, keep the winds coming one way or another, even if it's not pretty.
1: All uh, right. Well, I yeah, I mean, there's really not a whole lot specifically to talk about. We could cover. I mean, we could talk extensively about the Rangers Astros "quote unquote" feud, which is what the local sports radio has been doing. But uh, come see me again when we when we play in September, and then when we probably play again in October. So. There's a uh, there's more games between those two teams. I don't want to make it all about a grand slam in July, because uh, I've got higher hopes for this team.
2: We can knock them out from the playoffs one way or another. I think that's a that's a good starting point for for a discussion of a rivalry. But otherwise, it's just really one sided.
1: Yeah, I mean it hasn't yeah, it's yeah, not much rivalry when we were we were pretty good and they were terrible and then they were pretty good and we were terrible.
0: There is so a now. golden rule that, that that we all follow and it's pretty simple. Um are the Rangers good? Baseball's good. Are the Rangers bad? What's baseball? So, the, what have the Astros done? I'm not familiar.
2: <sighs> not much. Not much. I think they're just relevant in one
0: Little hey, if I recall, Ken, we didn't even acknowledge that the last time, so I'm living in that version of reality. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Awful. That's probably uh, all, all I'm gonna do on baseball. Um, and then the, the last thing I wanted to maybe bring up, uh, that I thought that we missed over the last two weeks was the uh introduction of Lionel Messi to Inter Miami and sort of the MLS, but not really because it wasn't an actual MLS game.
0: Um, well, but
1: That's another thing.
0: No, we could, we could I mention. didn't even know that, to be honest with you. I just saw highlights and everyone making jokes. I was like, what do they oh,
1: they watch the it?" The League Cup.
0: Yeah, so it
2: was between uh, one of the Mexican League teams known as Cruz Azul and against Inter-Miami. You say Cruz Azul? Yes, sir. Yeah, blue or otherwise, Bruce yeah. or just blue cross.
1: Cross, duh, obviously.
2: Yes, so they uh, ended up, and for anybody who didn't watch that game, it was, I believe, in the 93rd minute that Messi had a free kick that he just absolutely drilled into the top left corner. Of Call the that upper 90. Yep, and... Uh, yeah, it was his first goal and it happened to be the one that sealed the deal for Inter inner Miami. Very uh very on brand for Lionel Messi. And then his it's very a next a kick,
1: game. dude. That is that's a crazy goal.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's also just standard goal for for Lionel Messi. Like that's just <laughs> another one of his like almost 1000 goals. I think he has like 900 <laughs> or shit. Something ridiculous. But uh yeah. Then the very next game that he played, he almost pulled a hat trick with uh, two goals against Atlanta. That one. I did not even know
1: actual, they played uh, another game already. That's yep, how. That's yeah, how quick which, the hype died.
0: Which one did we get the confirmation that Kim Kardashian has been fucking Chris Paul? What? What? Yeah. Exactly. Well, yes. Yes. Best. Yeah.
2: That was. Uh, that was the first game. That was the first game. <laughs> I don't, was, I don't know, but
1: did, like, you
0: know, whatever it's like, back page rumors. Did, I'm definitely gonna somebody, treat it
1: with <laughs> Did somebody run on the field with like a, a sign?
0: No, bro. So you remember whatever Kanye was tripping on Twitter the last time? I think it was the last time. I, I don't keep track of the Kanye rants anymore. They're, they've been less funny since uh the Great Wiz wears hot pants episode of 2000 and whatever it was. Um, but anyway, um he was spazzing out uh or he was spazzing out one day and he posted a picture of Chris Paul and was like I found Kim with him one day and that was all the whole world was just like, I remember that yeah and then, and then um and then uh some tabloid uh either was real or not which something i will never do is fact check a tabloid because it doesn't matter to me i'm only ever going to treat it as if it was stupid information anyway. um and then they basically alleged that chris paul was there at the game and like left with her and came with her but like was there with a brawn during the game or whatever i don't know what the drama they spelled out with it was i just saw the headline and obviously i saw all the jokes that were like holy shit kanye was right or he was telling the truth or whatever, which is, like, of course Kanye was being honest about live tweeting his marriage uh, infidelity. So, anyway, we don't need to get into all that part. <clears throat> it was funny. It was a moment in time, and it happened at one of Liam, Lionel Messi's first ever MLS game. And in his
2: first official MLS game, yeah, he had two goals in the 8th and 22nd minute and a four zero win against what I think is one of the better teams in the MLS. I'm not entirely sure. All I know is that Inter-Miami was dog shit. Uh, and has been dog shit for its brief existence. And then Messi decided, I'm going to come over here and just make you into a winner.
0: So far. I don't, I'm not the expert, but I feel like I heard something about they threw money at Neymar at one point trying to be ballsy. Like, because they had already been planning this Messi shit. But Neymar's a younger dude. I just think that he has some weird shit happen in his life where that he became available or something.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's all, it's a little weird situation. Out of my for sure. Uh,
0: some no, of these but, things just make enough noise. Like, of course, the Killian Mbappe news, which is also sort of, if we really want to get into kickball news, that one is a wild story because
2: that's a lot of money <laughs> to say no to.
1: I was going to say, did he accept that deal?
2: He did not.
0: Nah, I, sports watching is going to be an interesting thing to see, though. Uh, I know that. Nah, we're not going to get into all that part. But you know what? I, but it I, is, I it is wild.
2: I do want to say one thing
0: about about this.
2: So with all the money that these uh, Saudi leagues are offering, you know, European players, I need them become interested in baseball, and I need them. Come buy the Texas Rangers
0: and just money whip their shit out of O no. Yeah. Hey, we're trying to get yeah, come be a part uh, I changed my mind on sports washing already. You've done a great job. Thank you. Um come on down. But
1: what if he doesn't work? We're, be shut, part we're of selling
0: that. part ownership. No,
2: O'Donnell. Stop hey. being so negative. Listen, be, you need to see the vision here.
0: Are Japanese people the ultimate moral orals? None of us no, are. Doubt it. He could be Listen. just he could be just as about the mullah as the rest of us
2: and he'll have like a she- like I'm sure with them being in the asian continent that they have a way of promoting him cuz like, if he wants to do like a global br- brand deal in a way where like listen here's all the money figure out how you want to promote your brand uh just you know just play for us that's it that's it we're going to be the real like the meme of, like, the 90s Yankees buying everybody the the current uh, reputation of the Dodgers. No, 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 no. That's what's going to be the Texas Rangers if they get one of these, like, Middle Eastern billionaires who just doesn't give a shit about a dollar or a billion dollars come buy this team. Same. Think about it. Possibilities are endless, just like their mm-hmm. bank accounts.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'd much rather my sports teams be owned by the ethics of the mortgage industry.
1: What about oil that we already have owning our team?
0: <laughs> yeah, but they have more oil than, hey, than Ray Davis. Okay? There are only ethical things going on at the Rocket Field Mortgage House in Cleveland, Ohio. Or whatever it's called. I don't know. It used to be Quicken Loans Arena, which was the greatest arena name in all of sports history. Because it really was the most Cleveland thing you could ever name your arena. And um, now it's like because Rocket Mortgage took over that thing, it's all Dan Gilbert's money. And but I'm making the joke because like it's like four or five of these dudes are all mortgage money now.
2: Oh, that's true. Because with the Suns guy, he's a mortgage.
0: He's a mortgage yeah. money, dude we got tech money, we got mortgage money, you got alibaba money. um yeah, it's very ethical over here.
2: <laughs> and then you have whatever the fuck Mark Cuban's money is. Wait, wait,
0: don't Party forget. Don't forget the Clippers had Bumble as a sponsor. It's very uh, that's an that's a wholesome family company to have. You know, it could have been worse. It could have been Tinder. I think that's why they went with Bumble. If you remember, I think Bumble had like a branding thing where they tried to be a social media and a dating app at the same time, and it was like, who the fuck would ever use this?
1: Or it'd have like a search for friends function.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. They also have like a search for job function? <laughs> well, they want it to be like for ne- all kinds of network. Yeah, they I just remembered that being like a big news story because it was just like <laughs> It's, that's a hard rebrand. That's a that's a hard rebrand. Um but
1: anyway. Well anyway, that's soccer talk. Um, <laughs> Messi that's good. Messi's good
2: uh, that's all you need to know. Messi's been good. He's
1: yep. been cashing checks. Actually, has he even had time to cash a check yet? Has it been two weeks? Uh, oh, I'm, since he played? I'm,
0: I am guessing there was an advance.
1: There was probably a signing bonus for sure. Yeah, you're right.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that there was there's been. I don't even think he's paying for the house he's living in, which doesn't make sense. But fuck it, that's just how life works for some people, well, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You get enough money, you don't pay for anything.
0: That's how money works. So anyway,
1: talking. Cake um. Ball. So I think that means yeah. I'll pass. Pass the rock on to. Uh, Uh, That's probably Caesar. I mean, it's Jacob because I missed. I missed the last basketball segment, so
0: we need to make this the. What's the? uh, What was the Netflix show that they did? The Choose Your Own Adventure show. Bandle,
1: bander bander snatch Yeah, yeah 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 it was a black mirror episode or black yeah. mirror production yeah
0: they called it something about snatch and they were like take this seriously i was like <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway it's uh, funny because the
1: movie called snatch i think very seriously about a lot it's great and i've never once it doesn't that doesn't come into my brain for some reason yeah
0: but i associate that movie with Brad Pitt, like dressed up like you know a robber, yeah. they're snatching up, and you know it just that that snatch works because I know what it, I can reference the brain thing when it's whatever you're <laughs> bringing this whole new word at me and you're putting snatch in it. Oof! All right, all right, Patrick, I'm gonna need you to clip a lot of that
1: of him just saying snatch thirty times. Yeah,
0: yeah, that snatch works specifically. This <laughs> is. You this is why you guys need to uh, enjoy It Is What It Is on YouTube, because immature comedy is back, and it's back because of two old ex-rappers from the late 90s and early 2000s, so tell your kids. Actually, as it, we passed it over to me, right?
2: Sorry, mm-hmm. we were doing yeah. We
0: just got so nuts that... then now I have to... I. Transitions are hard. Shout out to the people on TV. Well, uh, I'm just going to go into it hard and cold. Um, you can clip that.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I don't even know what to do with that. That's
0: <laughs> um, Get well soon, Brian James. Um, this is a very serious matter, though we do already have positive news that he's fine and made a very, very quick recovery. Um, <clears throat> though... We don't have any real information about the future. Uh, what actually took place? Freak event? Yeah. Situation? They, that, you know. Did we they don't officially know.
1: call it cardiac arrest, or is that just the report?
0: Yeah, yeah. So they've been like honest about that aspect. Like the shams tweeted out something um, that was very like basically yeah, for those a hospital for anyone,
1: release. Anyone who doesn't know, LeBron James' son collapsed and was taken to the hospital from the USC basketball facility yes thank that's you I pretty, much, that's didn't pretty much that's pretty much the information well, so we so have I appreciate that um, <laughs> that's how yeah, no, that's all we have
0: so yeah yeah and um, and then the other no, important note is that there was a kid that ha- this happened to last year uh, We did, right yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's just important to note in general but I'm bringing it up mostly to remind people this is a pretty common event in youth sports and a fairly common event in basketball in particular it's not ever a great thing obviously but like like it's not like you know the concussion thing where people are just ignoring it there's just it's more like concussion thing now where it's just like what else can we do um so we really have to figure out whatever it is i mean unlike
1: concussions it's not due to the nature of the game they're playing most likely i mean That'd be like a house level breakthrough if all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, the rhythm of the basketball is actually ruining the rhythm of his heart. I don't think it's that, so it's just a unique outlier that some people have it's it seems
0: sounds good, yeah, no that's that's definitely definitely how it is um, you know, but like I said I just I hate that the discussion I guess on Twitter had to go to such such ridiculous places, but that is what it does. Um, I guess it actually made me more upset that people were worried about his draft stock. I was if this is going to hurt Braun yeah. and LeBron playing together. I was like, well, you know, let's...
1: I mean, time, once I knew he was alive, I had some questions about, you know, I, are I- they... Is he gonna play? Because you know he's yeah.
0: That's the question. Actually, that's the only yeah. question we can ask. Is is he gonna play? Because we really can't even speculate any further after that. There's no point in it. Um, because I think that there isn't like an impossibility that he could redshirt and then go to an NBA setting. Obviously, uh, the chances of him being drafted in the first round at that point are. Slim to none, but still possible to be a second rounder. They have undrafted free agents that are, have much different ways of signing contracts. Like there's a kid, Chris Livingston, who was actually like one of the top players, and he didn't get or he got drafted eventually, but he told everyone not to try to draft him because he was going to sign a certain deal. And anyway, long long point of saying that there's a lot of ways to get into the NBA, especially if you already have it in like he would. Um, so that question has always sort of been if if they want it to happen, it can literally happen in a snap of a finger. There's no way that they would, it's not that hard. Um,
1: do you, I mean, you don't have to, you don't even have to enter the draft. Do you, like, do you have to become eligible? I mean, yeah, obviously, I you guess, have to yeah, be eligible, there's, there's got to be think, something, yeah. right? Like, yeah, you have to be, at least be where,
0: eligible. Um, where teams can't
1: just court hide court. a guy and tell him, hey, we'll pay you, just don't enter the draft. That can't be allowed.
0: And uh, I don't know if y'all saw the clips about Austin Reeves uh, going around, where Austin was talking about how he told people not to draft, or his his team basically bet on him, and then told people not to draft him so that he could pick his situation. Uh, and then uh, I think that he just had to pick between like you know contenders and like people who could actually have minutes it because it's oh, yeah, a phenomenon we're seeing.
1: I guess I that's like, the play is declare for the draft, but just let everyone know, just don't don't waste a pick on me.
0: Don't waste the second, that's what, but that's what Chris Livingston tried to do, and he the Bucks said, fuck you, we're drafting you anyway, and then they paid him what yeah. he wanted, so that was just basically their solution, was the, we'll give you the contract that you want for that second round, because that was basically his play, it wasn't the same as Austin Reeves, uh, Austin Reeves, because he's an older player, wanted to see if he could get on a roster ASAP, so he and his team didn't get drafted, and then narrowed their options down to just the contenders with only like minimum contract slots, like how the Lakers were when they were stuck with the Russell Westbrook deal, right? So they were a perfect candidate. Um, Milwaukee, I think, was what he said the other team was, where it was just mixed out teams that need anyone at the bare minimum contract to produce. Um, and so, but uh, again, Austin Reeves came in the NBA as like a 23 year old or something. And Chris Livingston is a fucking 19 year old. So big difference in that part, but essentially the same attempt. Um, so anyway, that's but a lot of this is to say is it's super scary. What happened to Bronny. It's super unfortunate. And obviously, um, that I, you want this to be better. You want this to get fixed. Um, uh, I actually remember this happening to, um, uh, uh, Sharif O'Neill, probably like five years ago at this point because Sharif is like a much older player I think he's just basically like a career G League player now um, but Sharif was fairly talented because he was like a 6'9 forward big like you, you kind of see where physically he could be an NBA player um, but he ended up having some heart issues and then that really derailed his college career and Ultimately, I think he just wasn't good enough to be in the NBA, but um, he essentially got back to where he had every opportunity. I think he ended up playing like four years in college or something, too, or something like that. So, um, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of paths, but um, um, I guess the other unfortunate angle is I don't... We didn't make the fucking... The, the booster shot jokes, whatever, that's for Twitter. Some of them were funny because now everybody's just making jokes about vaccine jokes. And so, you know, some of it's funny. It was annoying at first. It got funny. Um, the weird one, I guess the other thing is, is this tying into Braun's future? Um, I don't think so, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I think that if something really bad happened, obviously that's a different story, but I, I think there was already pictures of LeBron in the gym today. Uh, so. I mean, the only way I see that happening is,
1: is it just? It might mean he retires a little bit earlier if his son's not going to play, and he's like, "All right, I got nothing."
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I think that, I think if we wanted to start going into this season questioning whether it's his last year, that's fair. I think there's enough evidence there, um, but I think you're still kind of hesitant because it, because it's like you. see he the not signed he plays. with San Antonio
1: yet, though, so he's got to play with Wemby, right?
0: We'll see. We'll see what the old man has up his sleeve. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like my guess is, is uh, he's going hey, to retire you want, this.
1: You want all twelve of our next four years first round picks.
0: <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I bet he's going to do is he's just going to figure out exactly when Vegas expansion gets to happen, and then he's just going to go Michael Jordan that. Uh, he's going to do the Wizards Jordan era, but it's going to be for the Las Vegas Pit Vipers <laughs> or the Las he Vegas makes, Gamblers or whatever the fuck. He they makes call himself
1: them. player GM and then makes Brownie player coach.
0: I, I mean, it might be that it, not the second part because uh, Marcus wasn't, that wasn't what Marcus was into clearly, and uh, on basketball. Um, but. Um, yeah, actually I was just listening to Brendan Haywood talk about it on a podcast, how he was laughing, how like he was like, You're like, you're playing on the court and you're watching all these people getting psyched out with Michael, but at the same time, you're watching your like your teammates like start to like party with them and like hang out with them like as a teammate, and then you're laughing because in your head you're like, dude, that's your boss. Like, are you stupid? And he even talked about he didn't mention the player, but he said uh one of the wizards players went and partied with Michael and the next day they had a game and Michael was amazing. And they got the other guy was ass. And whenever, uh, Michael, Michael went over and said, that's what you get for going out and partying all night. And the guy was just like, I was with you. And he was like, "Yeah, but you're not me. <laughs> 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 so that was a wild moment in NBA history where Michael Jordan was just allowed to do whatever he wanted. Um, but anyway, um, so that's, that's how we could kind of end that get well, Brawny Um, just want to see the kid hoop um, and play for a really stacked USC team, actually, too. because I was kind of noticing how well they did with recruiting. No wonder he's picked them. Um, but, yeah, uh, move not so smoothly, but kind of on to some, some drama here with a bunch of grown-ass men and professional leagues and a bunch of money and rights and fucking cool stuff like sponsorship talk. Um, I don't think you guys have seen it, um, although there was some memes going around because Ice Cube did quite the lengthy press tour. Um, but Ice Cube's been doing a very rigorous uh, press tour for the Big Three this year. And I've been catching them, some of them on accident. I'm just on YouTube, and it's like, you know, I like basketball. It's populating all this stuff because it's a new. So I'm like, all right, what's Ice Cube talking about the Big Three? Let's see. Let's check in on this league. And almost every interview has been the exact same. And I thought I was taking crazy pills. And then he went on my favorite new show, It Is What It Is, on YouTube, with Cameron and Mace. And they got into it even more. And he got into a little bit more detail. And now I was like, hey, this is kind of interesting. So I'm going to present to the guys for a topic here. Um, Ice Cube, and I'll just give you the details here and then thoughts. So Ice Cube says that initially when the Big Three was created, that he brought it to the NBA for 10, for a 10% stake that was free of cost, allegedly. I always wanna say allegedly, because that sounds like a too good to be true kind of deal, but that's what he said. Um and the NBA turned it down. And the reason that they would have done that is his claim, you know, is that, and this has been true, he says, of the last however, three years, I think is what they're on now. Um is that they have been hurt by media sponsorship deals and outreach because they aren't officially like they, he he claims that he is getting to the table with good sponsorship deals and marketing and whatever have you. And then they're basically getting to the finish line. And then they're saying, Hey, the NBA has signed off on this league, right? Like, they're, they're part of this, right? And then they're like, well, not really. Like, they approve and they're cool with the but like They're not really a part of it anyway. And then the deal ends up getting closed. So right. they're ba- he's basically accusing the NBA, not so subtly, I would say, of conspiring against the big three.
1: Well, that's interesting. It's uh, at least the way you presented it. And maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was misunderstood, but. It sounds like ask questions. he's upset that they're not actively helping him versus them actively hurting him.
0: Essentially, I think the way the cube has been trying to express it is that it and and it's a way that I would feel. Like it doesn't it, doesn't
1: it doesn't sound like the NBA is going to these places and being like, "Don't do work with them." It sounds like these places are saying, "Oh, the NBA is not involved. We're not going to do it." Then,
0: right, exactly. But he's he's essentially saying that the NBA not wanting to give them that ultimate cosign is them, whatever, doing this little stiff arming, however he wants to phrase it, um, and shutting them out or however, I can't remember what he exactly was, the phrasing he was using, but it was essentially that they were, that they were hurting Black, their ability to
1: reach. Yeah. Not,
0: yeah, not necessarily that bad, but they were at least capping it. They were really like, like they're throttling the, the feed, you know what I mean? Like their, their revenue streams, he claims, are, are greater than what they're able to get because of this issue. Um there was also an interesting nugget here. So and I didn't know any of this cuz I hadn't paid it that close attention, but initially the big 3 was a Fox product. Fox Yeah, I remember
1: being uh, on the regional really? networks.
0: Yeah, okay, so I've, I've Fox That's I watched it. So Fox ended up bailing on basketball essentially. Uh big shocker. Uh Cube says that they've invested more money in baseball fighting uh and football. So Fox hey you can't, can't say they don't know their core base. Anyway, the,
1: um, oh, I mean, is, it's, it's, it's always it's important business, to that it's, there's it's a division business, between the Fox Entertainment and the Fox News branch. The,
0: but not between the people who associate it and their personality, and that's why I love it. Um,
1: Like, The Simpsons is Fox. <coughs> family Guy is Fox. So there's right. definitely an economy there.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um... But here's the interesting nugget not that necessarily Although that's kind of interesting this is the interesting thing. allegedly ice cube and he didn't really elaborate on who or maybe he has this kind of money i don't know but he said he was going to buy all the rsns when they initially went in sale in 2019 when sinclair media bought them
1: i mean, it would be surprised if he's part of a group yeah
0: and he said, yeah, he said that that was initially the play and then now they're on CBS Sports. If you want to watch the big three, there you go. Ice Cube can't be mad at us. We plugged it. Uh, I think it's on Saturdays. They air their weekly. It's like a weekly thing. Um,
1: yeah, Cube. I listened to you on the radio and then talked about going and didn't go.
0: But you, one day um, <laughs> we're going to go. Um, it's, you know, you just got to get more dates, but anyway, essentially I don't yeah, think Cube helpful. was, I don't think Cube was, yeah. Cause it's a once a week kind of deal, but I don't hate that for what they're, if you think about it. No, um, I
1: mean, no, it totally makes sense. It's just not as convenient as having 41 yes, games.
0: Exactly. But I mean, essentially a cube was explaining, he's like, you know, ticket sales are nice, but they're really not, they're really not that important. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, that that's kind of the bones of it. I guess my sentiment is more or less. I think the NBA should be involved in it. I am interested in that that and and why they're not. I guess yeah, I'd love to question. know.
1: I'd love to know what the league's official thought on that is and why they I, wouldn't.
0: I could take a couple guesses. As another
1: avenue to make more money.
0: I could take a couple guesses, but I have to say, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just being honest about how I read it. I think, first of all, you have to remember the Royce White thing. Uh, They have a player that's a very outspoken conspiracy theory kind of guy. He just recently went viral, uh, helped the big three go viral um, by putting Trump one or something on his head. Right. so clearly, I think there was a part of the NBA that was like, "Do we want to manage all these people?" And these just because. And Michael Beasley is a part of the league, and I love Michael Beasley to death. You, you will, there will be a billion NBA prospects that will come through life, but in my lifetime, and there will be few that will ever inspire me and make me think that fucking superheroes exist. Like prime fucking whatever he was, uh, Michael Beasley. Like that was a special human being, physically, right? Like unfortunately um have a, has a lot of other issues and sometimes that was funny in the basketball world sometimes that wasn't so awesome but um anyway you have a bunch of personalities who the nba would then have to manage right where it's not like the w and the nba where everyone has to be sort of in check or the g league especially where everybody you know maybe there's not as much notoriety but like you're damn sure Gotta be on your best behavior if you want a chance to even ex- succeed in what little they chance gotta, you have in that league.
1: They gotta wear their um, polos to work on game day.
0: And probably something like that.
1: Their legends polos.
0: Um. So yeah, I um. I would like it. Uh, I guess my other thing is, is I, I want Ice Cube to maybe reassess the league a little bit. And the only reason I think that is because three-on-three basketball is doing amazing. And it is kind of its own entity already, so maybe that's the issue, but it's internationally done by FIBA. So, like, our guys are, like, we have, like, uh, Jimmer Fredette is, like, our best men's player, and then, like, uh, Haley Van Lith was is a popular women's college player. She's the best on three on three, and those games are fun as hell, and you can find those on Twitter and shit, like, follow any of those. They'll, they post highlights a lot. Um that version of basketball is really fun. His is a little more gimmicky and more slowed down that I feel like works for an old NBA player. But, um, yeah, I guess maybe if I was, if I'm the NBA, I guess that's my nitpick. Is like, I do, I want the retirement home where guys can just do whatever they want or do I want to develop my own three on three eventually where it's a little more uniform and professional. And, you know, if I'm the NBA, I think that's the answer. Like, I don't know me personally, but I think that's what the NBA would do. So, um, and then, uh, but you know, credit to cube for at least calling them out on the black owned businesses thing. Cause that's kind of funny. Um, he definitely was like, yeah, well, you guys say you are. And I was like, Ooh, that, that is a good where to That is a good place to hit Adam Silver. You never want to hit Adam tell Adam Silver that he's not doing enough for the, for the community. Gonna, he's going to, he's going to feel bad. And He's gonna go build a basketball court somewhere.
2: So well, now we I know.
1: I think Silver'd be more worried about that congressional hearing yesterday.
0: Which one? <laughs> that took me a second, but uh, mm. yeah,
1: the well, one where his, where, where his people are being exposed.
0: Yeah, we have, his cousins are his cousins are coming back uh, to claim them. What if that's the thing? What if uh, Marvel's actually telling us the truth of American or world history? Is that aliens? Yeah, secret invasion. Secret invasion, the is invasion
1: really... line was yeah.
0: So that's really our, our origin story. The, Honestly, the, I... the one
1: that Marvel presented in this show makes would make more sense to reality than the one that I've watched videos about from the comics because that shit's fair. Well, comic books are
0: insane. Yeah, I love that you do the YouTube thing, too. Those guys are fun, uh, because I think even they understand how just bad shit comic books are, when they're explaining to you.
2: Um, I'm going to say this about uh, yesterday's uh, hearings, is that it was a good day to be Tom Belong.
0: Yeah, that's true. That man
2: has been vindicated year after year, (laughs) it feels like, for the last two or three years. And still cashing uh, Blink-182 checks, man.
1: Back on the train, yeah, yeah. So,
2: and th- that show is good. If y'all, if you didn't get a chance to see them perform live during the store, you missed out.
0: Well, I'm I'm happy that they're. I'm happy that they all enjoy life, and that one of them is a Kardashian now, and it's not gone south. Those are all positives. Not um, gone down south yet. We shall see. Um, the things that weren't south. Unless unless it's Southwest, I guess, is technically Vegas. Um, The W All-Star weekend uh, coincided with the end of Summer League. Um, I I don't think you guys need a Summer League recap. Uh, Bonus points. Can either one of you name the team that won Summer League? Cleveland. Nice. All right, there you go. There you go. I was not going to say Cleveland, that's for sure. (laughs) Easy money Money Bates. But anyway, that's that's all that's the summer league breakdown. Congratulations. I could not Blair tell
1: you who they beat. I forgot the rest of it. I just remembered that Cleveland won.
0: That's fair. They beat the Houston Rockets, led by Cam Whitmore, who looks like a nice little prospect. Um, but the stars of the weekend were the W and the All-Star Game. Uh All-Star Game was kind of funny. Uh there's some history there with the with the league. Like last year they gave a really tiny uh, trophy and everybody including the players roasted the league for it uh this year i can happily say that they did have reasonably sized trophies um the uh highlight of the festivities was the, Sabrina the and... tiny trophy okay. i should
1: say really the tiny trophy really did look like uh like an internet prank like i would, photoshopped it yes
0: you're right you're right no it was so like i didn't
1: believe it, it was real when i saw it
0: it was so embarrassingly bad that like roasting getting roasted is really getting off easy if you're the uh if you're the league like that was that was beyond disrespectful and like at that point what are you even hosting this event for like that was an incredibly incredibly bush league ass thing to do from a league that consistently does bush league ass things um but we don't we don't talk about the w and talk about the league because as anyone should know, the one more synonym of the W is the the WNBA league office.
1: Trophies, trophies aren't expensive.
0: And like, dude, what? Like, you like, you don't have <laughs> enough money for this. You don't have the hookup with fucking Justin's or whoever the hell does the NBA stuff. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm man.
1: pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the NBA would happily pay for the lowest quality trophy by whoever makes their trophies.
0: And then we just and it's worse because they announced it the same year that the NBA announced all those extra ass clutch awards and then remodeled all the awards too. It's like it's like a double shit sandwich for the girls um but that league is atrocious I mean uh or has been stunted by its own you know uh people uh, for a long time. I mean, Candace Parker talking about how she just recently got a, a locker with her name on it that's just. But that doesn't tell you all you need to know about the WNBA and how much slow progress it is. Um, but the Vegas Aces are a part of this change, you know. They, I know we make fun of them for football, but uh, Mark Davis is a hell of an owner, man. He's a he's he's really he's really 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 useful, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I keep wanting to be like, this is the guy that we're champion, and it's funny too because you always see it like. It's true. Like I don't, Even if you don't really like the dude or the football, whatever, if you have something like... Mark Davis is going out of his way to build a juggernaut of a the women's basketball team and most, mostly just to give the sport that sort of kickstart that it needs, kick in the ass it needs. Um, so uh, we love to see it. Um, He's trying to they, make his
1: own Chicago Bulls.
0: They, I mean, Really? <clears throat> Fuck, I mean, if they need to watch out. They might end up making the next fucking Russell Celtics, though. Don't don't get too crazy. We still need to have some competitive balance, but yeah, he's turned into he's, UConn. Yeah, he's trying to have fun with it. That's for sure. But that's okay. Like, I, and I don't think this team's perfect. But we don't have to get into all of that. I I just wanted to shout out Sabrina. Um, that was a hell of a three point shootout. Uh, I think you guys probably have seen the highlights of that by now. She missed two shots. I think the first one was at the end of the second to last rack, Or the first or the start of the last rack. Um, I've never seen something not like say that. Not,
1: not to say I'm not impressed by the feat. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, not as entertained by watching that skills contest.
0: Yeah, that's fair. If you don't love the three-point shootout, it's nobody's gonna make that sexy. It's it's rather than what,
1: what's what's the one game called around the world where you have to hit from like a bunch of different spots.
0: They tried, that I don't know. Yeah, was, I don't they know. Tried, they've tried, they tried, they tried. to actually.
1: It's hard to yeah, it's hard to trick up when everyone's actually that good. So I get it. It's just not that entertaining to me to watch people who are yeah. really who are basically perfect at. It's like watching pro bowling, where it's like, all right. Here's Which a, one well, it's, frame are they not going to get a strike on?
0: And the players also, like, you have to find competitions they'll actually compete at. That's why the three-point shootout works, because it's like, it's very, it's for, it's addicting as hell for those, those professionals. Because, like, specifically the, history, the people we choose, the people we choose to do it are the ones that that is their job. That's what they practice. So now they get to compete against their peers. You know, it's just the competition is enough for most of those guys and girls. Um the dunk contest is hard because it's just hard to be imaginative and how many times you know there's nothing new under the sun all that good shit right um some of the skill challenges are just not easy there's actually a youtube video if anybody wants to go have fun little awkward watch there was a i don't remember what year it was but it's kevin durant and joe johnson are doing a horse game and there might have been more but i just know i found one and it's just, it was awkward and it was awful and it was just goofy and it was, you could tell that neither Joe Johnson nor Kevin Durant really gave that much of a fuck. Like they kind of like, they participated, they had fun with it, but like there was not any sort of level of high competition, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I need like, to see
1: some, I need to see some knockout. I need to see. Yeah, knockout <laughs> would
0: be fun, but that would be too dangerous probably. Knockout against Frank Bunches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily, it's only
1: it's only two guys <laughs> running. It's only two guys running at a time.
0: Yeah, but you get into the game, there might be some shoulder checking and some foul yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of athletes in a close area, and that's that's hard to. It's easier to do, and it's me and you because we don't take up as much space, uh, <laughs> or or cover as much space as fast either. um But um, yeah, I mean, the one I always hate is I hate that they got rid of, or I think they modified it in recent years. But the one that was amazing was where you have the, you take an NBA legend, you take a women's uh, player from the team, from a city. Obviously, there's only 12, but it's not like you're going to have every team fucking competing in this event. So you pick one of, you know, you pick a city that matches with a WNBA franchise take their player if that doesn't work fuck it you just take the best woman's player from the city that you're in all-star weekend whatever and then you take the the uh, a player from the men's team and then you put them in a challenge together and it's just sort of this fun like you know relay basketball relay race thing where you can kind of combine these three levels of basketball history at the same time i like it for fans i never understood why they got rid of it but or modified, or a, maybe the old heads stopped wanting to
1: do it. Before all the sports games got monopolized, I can't remember which hockey game it was. It might have been Breakout. There were a couple different ones back in the day. But they actually had like a mini game feature of like tag, where you're like running around checking each other on the ice, and just I, I don't know. You got to do something different. <laughs> to make me. Honestly, care I would it.
0: love that. If you gave me tag, a bunch of NHL players playing tag, and they're into it, I would be down. It's the into it part, like dodgeball for football. The pro ball has been perfect, right? Or as perfect as you get it. It's but watchable. also in the
1: old in the old basketball games, I know you could do it in NBA Live. I don't know if 2K ever had this. We could play 21 on the blacktop, and that was always fun. Oh to play, yeah, yeah. I think playing still... 21 with the pros.
0: Yeah, actually, Blacktop, I don't know if that gets used a lot. I love that whenever I have people over that want to play 2K because I can play as, I can pick a team, essentially. Um, It's just a more fun way to play. It's like, you know, and I don't have to be a dick about it. I I know enough to where I can just be like, oh, what five do I want? You know, how good are your players? You know, you're picking all the fucking five best players of all time. Of course, you know. But it's like, yeah, you can pick all these fun little matchups. You can create a real team of all these random jumbled parts of history. But obviously, I don't know if you can do that too well. I've seen Spud Webb. Uh, I don't think he can hoop at that level anymore. So uh, maybe Dominique can play with Trey Young, you know? And then you get one of the, you get Ryan Howard from the. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's doable. <laughs> maybe Kareem can play for the Laker team still.
1: Uh yeah sorry I was I was uh the only thing in my head were a bunch of bad jokes about players who died so I decided not to make any of those. <laughs> well,
0: that's growth and that's beautiful. Um, Stark. Uh, if you had deep cuts, I would be like, if you hit me with the Malik Sealy, I would be like, damn, damn, that, that was that was a deep cut. Uh, but if you hit the obvious ones, yeah. It's, no, it's... I think
1: the deepest cut I can give you is Robert Tractor Trailer, but.
0: Uh, yeah, that was kind of a weird one. Uh, just because of
1: Derek, I wouldn't know anything about him if it wasn't for Dirk. so... Yeah,
0: decent player. Decent player. Um, but anyway, uh, Malik Sealy, I feel like some people know just because he was like... He was a good player, but he was like KG's best friend, and then they were really running with all... Like, KG was like the, the dude, especially in hip-hop culture, so... If you're a big hip hop fan, there's a good chance you've heard Malik Sealy, R.I.P. Malik Sealy, in some form or fashion on a track sometime between in the late '90s, early 2000s era. But anyway, uh, the only other parts of W I really wanted to get into for um, locally, uh, most of the most of the things have kept in fold since our update or whatever. But the the wings, uh, the wings are looking amazing. I think they're third in the standings now. Um, I actually didn't even double check that, but if they're on a winning streak, uh, unless they're playing tonight, which whatever, we don't know, don't need to talk about it. Um, wanted to highlight a big, impressive feat. So we've got the aces and the Liberty is the two super teams. Our Dallas wings are the only team in the W to have defeated both teams. Now, uh, the wings wings are got
1: a, two in the West,
0: two in the West, but what in the double, in the dub dub?
1: dub dub. Three, uh Four. fourth or fifth they're kind of oh, you, yeah, a dream or uh, like a half game apart yeah the mystics are right behind them too
0: yeah i thought they jumped the mystics oh they, yeah they did jump the they mystics. did yeah they they're right, all yeah. Just kind of okay. right
1: right next to each other
0: yeah the mystics are like i think uh, yeah the mystics are just goddamn hurt but they're good they're just goddamn hurt um atlanta's kind of like us where they're really talented but a little up and coming i think they're about a year or two behind us in their phase. Um, So I really think we're good to be locked into that. Um, The girls are on a winning streak, beat the Liberty in New York, uh, two turnovers the whole game, both of them committed in the first half. I just want you guys to take in that number again. Two turnovers the entire 40 minutes. Jesus. Two of them in the first half. That was beautiful. That's, that's crazy to me and, and I know I know you guys probably aren't watching as int- intricately, but like we have, especially our best player. Like Arike is very much like Luca. Like Arika gets the blinders, she get you know, she has greatness, but man, she gets into those James Harden ish blinders. So her being a part of a team that wins a game with two turnovers only. Oh, that's dangerous.
1: Yeah. I would say based off I think I watched probably about fifteen games last season. Um two turnovers feels very low.
0: This is a very different team than last year. Dude. Very different team. Like last year was very ugly still and very like, it just wasn't coordinated at all. It was talent, but there was no coordination this year. It's, it's fucking incredible. I'm not gonna lie. I, I still think you have to temper your expectations. Um, since there are two very loaded ass fucking teams standing in the way and then a whole nother Yukon or UConn Connecticut sun team that isn't a slouch itself. So it's a tough one. It's not going to be an easy t- title run if they were to go on it, but like, I'm really looking at this wings thing as there. It really feels like they've got a chance to get one title out of this. Um, and the W is not necessarily as dynastic. Um, even though the aces have started to build this thing, um, The history of the W is very crazy and chaotic. So it's nice that we have a legitimate shot, I think, to get one of these things within the next couple of years.
1: Um, Maybe that's that's one of the reasons people have a hard time keeping up with the league is there's a lot of turnover every year, players constantly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, expansion is the only thing that's going to fix it. But then we get back to what I was talking about earlier. You have this league that keeps talking about things, but then they're not doing that. Like, it's just a frustratingly endless cycle of this is the logical thing. This is what the WNBA is actually doing, and it's so. It's. I would. I would even venture to say that they're the the ears are so deaf at the the actual league front office that even the the players at this point, like the national media that does cover it is, has been like this, but the players are like blatantly like participating in this league half out of spite. You know what I mean? Like they, like they love this thing. They want to build this thing. They It's like a duty to them. But like, I feel like if you took a poll, it would be a very, 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 very bad one for the employer here.
1: Like they would all um, join live. WNBA in a heartbeat. <laughs>
0: yeah, honestly, yeah. I think if Saudi start getting crazy, maybe. But uh, you have to remember, the girls are doing this in large part <clears throat> out of the for for the greater good of women's basketball, professional basketball in the United States of America. Um, it's very important to them. Otherwise, I think you could make an argument that they would just have better options, um <clears throat> helping grow the popularity of the leagues. They already make a lot of their money in overseas. Um, but ultimately they, they have a mission here. That's the goal. That's what the NBA technically is. I mean, if the, I don't understand business that well, but if, if the NBA, if the WNBA doesn't turn a profit or whatever, and the NBA is using it essentially as this developmental like program thing, like, I'm sure that that's part of it is that this is a, like part of the W is like a public service to the greater good of women's professional sports in general. So um, maybe the bureaucracy is why it's so fucking slow to change when it's obvious. I mean, we can't even get these people like on a, private jets.
1: It's a tax write-off right now, and they don't want to change anything.
0: Essentially, that's what I'm alleging is potential. Is the there's a potential to that? I'm and it's all alleging. I'm alleging here. Please don't sue me, Adam Silver. I'm broke. But it, it's just what it is. I mean, it's a business. I love the NBA to death, but it's not because, of, oh man, I f- this is a great company. Like, if you ever understood how great the NBA as a company is, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's I'll just, say this about it's most of the leagues, beast.
1: but especially with the NBA, I'll say I like, I love basketball. I like the NBA. Um,
0: yeah, they're weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> They are a weird league, and and, and it's funny, too, because sometimes they fuck up and do the right thing on accident, right? Like, the whole dress code thing. I was thinking about that. I was like, it's just funny how this dress code thing was essentially sort of like, not even sort of, it was very very, it was very poorly attempted, veiled racism or, or whatever you want to call it when the dress code came in. You know, the Allen Iverson it's, rules.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I'm sure a lot of people look at it as like, oh, David Stern didn't like the black culture but i see it as david stern's doing like what uh <clears throat> uh what what the fuck i'm gonna forget his name what the guy for the beatles their manager who was like all right look you're gonna oh, clean I've up seen. put on these fucking suits yeah uh, i've seen
0: and yeah.
1: <laughs> and then all of it a sudden name. you're just gonna all of a sudden you're gonna blow up and be huge he was like david stern's like look i don't actually care about any of this but you're gonna do it because it's gonna make all of us more money
0: mr brian epstein
1: yeah yeah sorry
0: no you're good um that's how how
1: i always viewed it was david stern like didn't actually care about what they were wearing but he just knew that like the money cared
0: yeah that was the thing and the fighting and the and a lot of the the post michael jordan nba had just the the pr of the league was arguably as bad as it had been since when america was actually like Mostly racist against black people, which was the latter half. The latter half of the '70s, where the NBA can't literally do a fucking thing right because like the same narratives just keep going over and over again um, about the athletes, what they're making, how they're dressing, how they're acting. I mean, it was a whole thing in the seventies. It was like, it was such a, it was such a dying sport that people thought that um, when the, when the Lakers got turned around that owner, they thought he was buying a dying league, you know, in in 1980. And then the second worst time I think in NBA history is that post Michael Jordan era where all the new money came in but no one had any responsibility. All these NBA teams were still running probably a decade behind where they should have been. All these young guys were getting um, the, obviously the, the rule to allow the kids in was still in effect. So you have all these 18 year olds getting incredible sums of money. You had teams just doing some of the most bizarre behavior. I mean, we're gonna look at it as this blip in history. It's just like, like you forgive the early years when people no one knew what they were doing. This is just an incredible moment in history where, you know, obviously the Lakers are running shit, the Spurs are building what they're building, but for the most part, the league is just going fucking bad shit. The players are going bad shit. Exec- I mean, Isaiah Thomas got a fucking sex scandal or, or a sexual harassment scandal in all the midst of this. Like, it was the NBA was in the gutter <laughs> before, you know, 2007 when everybody started to turn into. Oh, shit, Kobe and LeBron are kind of coming for the Michael throne. And then all of a sudden, this new NBA narrative and world came out of it. And then eventually the fashion rule became Russell Westbrook's uh, high fashion show. And now the whole NBA is a fucking runway model. So it's it's funny how history works, man. Funny-ass thing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, we jumped pretty, pretty far off, but that was all I really want to talk about with the W anyway. Notice.
1: That concludes part one of episode twenty-four. Join us in part two to finish up basketball talking and get into the NFL. This
0: is past forever.